and there we are. Are we ready to go? I don't know. Um, let, let me hear your mic a little better. Check, one, two. Yeah, well, that, that sounds light. You yeah. got to be pulled up a little bit. That should do it, Wait, right? Turn there. me, turn, turn my voice down so that you can dominate me. Well, you know that's what I'm trying to do. I mean, you know, I'm, you know, I'm tricky that way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if we're ready, here we go. God, damn it! If we're ready, here we go. Welcome to the Exeter Underground, the weekly news and opinion forum for the people of Exeter, about the people of Exeter, and by the people of Exeter, keeping you up to date on all the happenings of our town with analysis that you just can't find anywhere else. You're entering the Underground. Now here are your hosts, Jerry Gelliff and Ted Gardella. Good evening, everybody. Uh, special night for the Exeter Underground. Special unlisted night. Yeah. Well, I, I did promote it a little bit this afternoon. I know. I saw that. So, so here's what happened, actually. I was supposed to have a softball game today. Downingtown, the opponent, had transportation issues. So I get the text at about 2.30. Yeah, the game's not going to happen. Or at 1.30, rather. The game's not going to happen. Okay, so I immediately start thinking, why don't we do the show tonight so that we can go to the supervisor's meeting tomorrow night? Called you. Catch all the fireworks tomorrow. Potential fireworks, which we'll get into all that crap. Right, right. And uh, you said, yeah, let's do it. So we threw everything together very quickly. Yes. And well, here we, still we did. is. We still did extensive show prep. Yeah, yeah, I mean, for a short period of time, right. it sure was. And we're going to name names, and we're going to trigger people tonight. So it's probably yeah. good that they're not listening live, because I don't know if they have enough blood pressure medication to, you know, save themselves from blowing their top. Dude, we're going to trigger them hard oh. tonight. Oh, they <laughs> This is going to be so much fun. There are going to be uh, people who, uh, you know, perhaps will have to examine their previous actions or their very existence yeah that could be <laughs> welcome to the exeter underground episode number nine hyper local news for exeter township hyper local news and analysis for exeter township i'm jerry Gallif. he is i'm ted gardella and ted is going to do our disclaimer that's right especially for this episode <laughs> for all of you Gentle souls out there, this is an opinion show. It is just an opinion show. It's Jerry's opinion and my opinion. That's all it is. We don't represent any organizations. We are just hopefully bringing a little levity to uh, the the comedy antics that make up Exeter Township and the Exeter School Board. But if you are faint of heart, this might be an episode that you might not want to download. I mean, you could be, if you're sitting down and you maybe you've had a Xanax or two and, you know, <laughs> you're in a very calm and and reflective mood, well, then okay. But, you know, if you're jumped up on caffeine and monster drinks and you're just waiting to type something into next door Facebook, you might not want to listen. Yeah, you might want to shut down. Yeah. 
So, because your fingers are going to be sore from typing, so <laughs> you're just going to be typing so aggressively. <laughs> so the the big news, of course, of the week here in Exeter was the resignation of not one but two supervisors. So not let, just one, not just which one. would be remarkable, but two, two, uh, less than five months into their term. Yeah. Yeah. So so here's the way it went. Um Thursday night, last Thursday we did the show and the supervisors were having a having a workshop meeting. We're having a workshop meeting about the first quarter budget. Right. Which was like paint drying was definitely more fun. Yeah, it was very Watching was paint dry. Very technical and line by line. What about this yeah. line? What about that? It was very very financially technological. Yes, and 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 uh, Dave Hughes did his thing of questioning every piece of everything, right. which we should probably not probably we do. I do appreciate because there's just been for the last for the seven years that I've lived here, there have been zero budget meetings other than to create the budget for the next year. Mm-hmm. There have been no quarterlies. There have been no reviews. None of that crap. And they just pass everything. Well, and and so some of the things that we'll get into tonight, you know, people have identified on social media that this is a, this is a board that has seen incredible turnover. Yeah. People not completing their terms, yeah. you know, running for election and then deciding, you know what? This is just not as much fun as I thought it would be. <laughs> I thought this was going to be and more so fun. <laughs> I'm just going to stay home. And so now we're in the position where we have two openings on the Board of Supervisors. So we th- they have that meeting on the Thursday night. And at the end of it, I'm clipping like crazy. At the end of it, um, we heard this. Before we... Um sign off i just want to say that um you know this is not a um an easy task that we have this is carl staples right now former board chair speaking at all this is because you have five different personalities trying to meld into one um one agreement and it takes three votes to get into that agreement um this is um been extremely difficult because um, we don't always agree and we butt heads and sometimes it's it's personal and it shouldn't be but it is and and it's driven me to the point to um, where I am that um, Mr. Hughes has suggested to me on more than one occasion that I step out of the board chair position um, and so tonight I am going to um, give Mr. Hughes his wish I am going to step out of the board chair position. As a matter of fact, I am effectively tonight stepping off of the board. I was fully expecting to see Dave get up and do a soft shoe. <laughs> you, you know, that really, or, or rather, the, the, the completely over the top, you, you know, do some sort of, of Do some yeah. sort of, uh, you know, celebration dance in the end zone. Here's the thing. You had three votes, Carl. Yeah. You had three votes. Yeah. There was a consistent three votes going in a measured way. And and I, I do, and I, I've said this before, I admire the way Carl has Carl had uh, used a very measured approach. He had three votes. That is not when you stepped out. 
No, you're right. Right. Step down when you have two votes and you're consistently getting overruled. Right. So back to the speech. And I want people to know that it's been a sincere pleasure for me to take on this task and do as much as I could do. But the um, angst that it's creating for me and my life and my family, um, I think it's best for me to step away and let the people who believe they know how to do this better than anybody else do it. So I just want to say to all the citizens of Exeter that I've tried my best. I've given you everything that I could give you. And um, I wish the township well and the leadership of the township well. So Carl was appointed in October. Right. Okay. And if you remember the meeting, the way they did it was really shitty. Okay. Instead of doing the full uh, interviews right. as they've always done. They didn't do interviews. No. They just said, oh, well, Carl has this on his resume. George Bell has this on his resume. They were the only two. Right. I so think. let's just, you know. So so of the two, it's Carl. It was like it was it was a five minute thing and and they gave it no real uh uh no real time that right. they should have. I mean, you know, it was ridiculous. And I got up at the end of the public comments and I said, you know, you really ought to be ashamed of yourselves because you have put this man in a horrible position Did by doing this meeting? to him. Was that the meeting you got No, oh, that okay. was a couple later. It's always bad when you don't Look, when you have a leadership position open and you don't do the due diligence, you you are actually doing a disservice to the person that you're putting in there. And that because was my point. Then everybody goes, "Well, they didn't even interview. They just put him on." It was yeah. obvious that he's a friend of, you know, he's he's one of the, you know, the 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 executive club, I guess if you want to call, it, you know, yeah. the 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 golfers and and all of the uh the RCC, you know, cronies. Cronies. And and so they put him on, no interview, put him on. He, he, you know, he's, he was pretty quiet, I think, for the remainder of that term. Then he ran for election. Mm-hmm. And the, the conundrum was, well, he's been appointed. So he's, he's, if he loses the election, he stays with he's his appointed there. term. Right. Yeah. Which is exactly what happened. He lost the election. Right. But because he had been appointed. Now, if he had won the election, he would have taken the term. And he would have given up, and then they would have had to appoint another person. Exactly what would but, happen. But it, it, it just didn't turn out well yeah. for the, the planners that were trying to manipulate the board to be what they wanted. And, and you know, people are pointing to all different kinds of things. And, and social media exploded after Carl resigned. They were Lots of people were pointing out, look, if they hadn't had that stupid wedding, and if they had had the wedding and then fired the two, Maybe the election would have been different, but oh, yeah. they didn't. They tried to cover it up. That's right. And so things turned out badly. And so another person resigned and then Greg Galtier lost his election. Yep. And so, you know, here we are. Right. So, so now we, we have, uh, at that meeting where Carl was appointed, I, I, I'd never met Carl at that point. And I went up to him after the meeting and, and, and I shook his hand. I said, Carl, it's a pleasure to meet you. And I want you to know that was not aimed at you. Okay. That was aimed at those jerk offs. Right. Right. Okay. For the way that they behaved. It has nothing to do with you. You're probably going to do a great job. But I, how I, long would an interview have taken? 10, 15 minutes? 15 to, minutes. To, to do some basic questions and then say, right. well, we're satisfied. Thank you very much for applying, Mr. Staples. We're going to, you know, we're going to appoint you. 
15 minutes yeah. is all it would have taken to do the due diligence that yep. they owed Carl. Yeah. That they owed him, that they owed that they owed the taxpayers. But but it was, you know, short circuit and whatever. So so now Carl has resigned. Mm-hmm. The next morning, my phone starts blowing up. Okay, and my source inside the township, no, it's not Dave Hughes, because I had somebody pestering me on this. Oh, is it a supervisor that told you? No, it wasn't. I've got another mole in the township. <laughs> somebody who I don't even talk to, but is wants it a to gopher give me on the golf course? Is it, it is, is not. Is it, is it a gopher? It is not. I think it's a gopher on the golf so, course. So, and they tell me, Diana Reeser has resigned. In 12 hours, two of them down, they're falling like and you, flies. you put that out there, and I think a lot of people are like, oh, that's just BS. Like, who, you know. Uh, Jerry's I, making shit up yeah, again. You know, I was, I was questioning, like, oh, come on. That's not, you know, people don't run an election, mm-hmm. get, get elected, and then just decide, you know, what, four months? They put them on in December? It was January 3rd. Okay, yeah. so four months. Yeah. And it's like, you know what? This is just not fun. Right. There are difficult decisions. There's a lot more trouble than, you know, I ever thought there was. This is going to be a lot of work because we're going to have extra meetings. We're going to have budget meetings. We're going to have workshop meetings. This is going to be a lot of time. It's just too coincidental that Carl drops and then she does. I mean, you know, it was a package deal. That's the way it looks to me. I mean, I don't know that, but it looks like it was a package deal. I don't, I, I don't know. Because I look, I I think Diana or Diane, I think Diane was Diana, yes, Diana. I think she was overwhelmed because of you know all of this. You know, you're thinking two meetings a month. Yes, I got to do some prep, but two meetings a month. Now yeah. we've got we got to redo the whole budget, and now we're going to have quarterly meetings, and now we're going to do this, and then you know who knows what's going to happen with this forensic audit, and then what about uh, the special uh, counsel that they're bringing in? And so it's it's just going to be a lot of time. But I, I don't think it was a package deal because I saw a lot of times where, you know, Diana was not always in full alignment. There were times that she, I mean, she was a floating vote. There were times she would vote with, with Dave Hughes and Michelle, and there were times when she would vote with, with uh, George and with Carol. So I don't think she was a reliable vote, you know, just a, a for sure vote either way. Right. So that to me doesn't speak of a package deal. It it then it's just too coincidental. Well, if I were in her shoes, I'd be going, okay, Carl is at least keeping him keeping Dave a little bit at bay. Like Dave's attention is focused on Carl, right? <laughs> That's who he's focused on constantly. So Diana is flying a little bit under the radar. Right. George, of course, with his very good, strong financial background is scoring points because he's working with, you know, Dave on on this investment strategy. Right. So, so he's not the direct, you know. So maybe Diana thought, thought okay, Carl's gone. Who's going to be the next target? Ain't going to be George. Well, and now there's a thought. There's a thought. It's going to be. It's going to be damn sure not going to be Michelle. Barrels. Both barrels would be trained yeah. on her. And so I get it. I mean. Here's the thing. That's good thinking, Ted. Why, thank you. Um, we need strong people on this board because we oh, got a not lot. A question. We got a lot to do, a lot to undo. 
there are going to be some very difficult decisions. In fact, if you listen to that in, entire meeting, and I have to confess, I didn't listen to the entire thing. I skipped through. But you, you heard that, you know, look, there, there are going to have to be targeted tax increases. They're, you know, they, they can't do what they did for six years, which is basically not pass along any increases to the township. I mean, it took six years. I got the I got all the millage information from Christy Pierce all night. I was looking it over and shared it with with Jerry. It's like six years they held the line on taxes. I mean, or the, the only thing that went up really was recycling. Right. Right. Or they're going to have to get serious about cutting services. Cutting services, right. which I, I know one service I willingly do. Let without. it grow, baby. Let it grow. <laughs> you don't need to cut that, baby. Make it a green space. Just That's let it right. grow. Cut it every 10 days. Yeah. So, I mean, there, there's, I mean. We're talking about to, the Reading Country Club, of yeah, course. Yeah. They're going to have to, uh, they're going to have to make some unpopular decisions, um, especially with, as, as you know, they, they work through in the budget meeting, inflation is going to hit very hard. Yeah. Fuel, equipment, supplies, those are all going they're they're going up. Fuel and you, skyrocket. You will remember from the that that budget meeting where they where they uh, fixed the budget last year. Mm-hmm. People were saying to to Jennifer Savage, "Is that enough for fuel?" Oh yeah, it'll be plenty. Are you taking into account how much it is now and how much is projected to go? It'll be plenty. They're already blown through right. the fuel budget right. by a thousand dollars. So, right. and, and the other thing, I think that the homestead exemption piece that was that was it was poorly considered when they gave the homestead exemption um, because that I mean not that that would have saved them completely, but what it did is it established expectations among people who were getting that exemption, and then when you took it away and returned them to their normal tax rate, that blew everything blew out of proportion because it seemed like it was a huge increase when really it was just returning. The the thing that bothers me, I guess, the most is I look at all this. I look at the recycling fees, and which is not under the control of the board of supervisors. That's really just uh, Mr. Mascaro, right? Or whoever they choose. Whoever they choose. But twenty twenty, it went from twenty to thirty five dollars, and then it doubled from twenty twenty one to twenty twenty two. It went from thirty five to seventy. So in the space of two years, you've had a three fold increase. In your recycling fees. Yeah, and it, it's not insignificant, but it, it, it's not exactly a major expense either. Right, right. And I'll be brutally honest with you. I don't mind there being a pickup every week because I hated having to remember to put my can out every other Wednesday and having to remember which Wednesday it was. Yeah. Now if I miss one week, screw it. Well, I, I do. Uh, the thing I, the thing that bothers me, though, is this this. Single stream recycling. I don't get that. Yeah, they're just throwing everything in one bin, and magically it's getting separated out into glass and plastic and get metal. sorted. Some yeah, maybe uh-huh. they got okay. machines. I don't know. Right, uh, could be, could be. But actually, so between last year and this year, the debt service actually decreased mm-hmm. by 0.25. Yeah. So even though they raised the the township by 0.25, it was offset by the debt service decreasing. And so the only real increase was the 0. 0.10, which was the fire increase. So and the homesteading. If exemption. if you look at things, they've they've held they've held the line 
on taxes incredibly um, over the last six years. And, and that's not a good thing because they should have had smaller increases. But I think, you know, they, they were just so, so awestruck by the sale of the water treatment plant and having, you know, $95 million sitting be. there. You know, so let, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later on. But um, this was this this is going to be a very trying time because whoever gets appointed better have stamina. Yeah. Because yeah, this it, is it not easy stuff. Be, it can't just be knuckle under, you know? Nope. No matter who is the board chair, it, it can't just be, well, I'm only going to appoint people who are going to vote reliably with me. That's not the way to run this. There's yeah. got to be questions asked. There's got to be pushback. And that's going to take stamina and time. So when Diana, when we found out that she resigned, there was nothing from the township officially. People found out from me. Okay? The township put nothing out until yesterday when they put a thing on the website that said, oh, if you want to be one of the two new supervisors, do this. Well, why two? Didn't they, did they announce that Diana had resigned? They didn't announce either one of them. <laughs> And they, they are doing such a piss poor job of communication and have ever since I've lived here. They do not care about communicating with the people of this township. They do not care and they show it day in and day out when you call there and the phone doesn't get answered on the second or third ring. Have you ever called the township building I've, and nobody I've, answers? I've never called the township building. I've called the township building and sometimes like and nobody away, answers, so man. It'll ring seven or ten times. There's a bunch of people sitting in that friggin' office. Somebody can pick it up and go, hey. Well, you know, they don't have a they don't have a communications director. So like the school district, they should hire a communications mm, yeah, director. And go. then after you hire your communications director, you should have everybody on the board of supervisors posting everything everywhere on social media like Jason Mel does. He doesn't have any confidence in his communications director because he's so busy posting everything about the school board. It's a great point. It's a great point. Look, did you hire a communications director or not? If you did, why don't you let her do the job and you be a school board director and do your job? She does a good job too. She I does to a great you. job. She's got everything. I mean, it's, it's timely. She's, ve and she's very... She's very responsive. If you send yeah. her an email, yeah. she gets back to you. Yeah. So now, uh, when when Carl resigned, now uh, I I just happened to come across this on Facebook. Uh, a, a woman in Exeter was headed to Panera. Panera for for to, to get her coffee on yeah. the Friday morning. Coffee, okay. She, to get coffee and and after and Carl had resigned. After Carl resigned, the next morning she hadn't yeah. heard that night. Right. So she's going to get her coffee and her her bagel with the special honey nut walnut cream oh, cheese. Oh, yeah, that's good cream cheese. Oh, that's great stuff. Honey walnut, yeah, that's good. So, and she made a, uh, a she did a Facebook Live well, Was it a Facebook Live or was it a TikTok? It was like Facebook Live. Facebook Live, okay. Because okay. so I wouldn't see she it She must have had her phone in her car positioned yes. so that, you know, she could yes. respond to Carl Staples resigning. Yes. Okay, well, let's so hear it. Here it is. And, and I cleaned it up because she cursed a little bit. Oh, okay. Holy fucking shit, you guys! I'm driving your car, but I just got a notification that Carl Staples resigned from the Exeter Township Supervisors! Fuck! Could this year get any fucking worse? Carl! You just had to make it to 2023! 
now. She seems upset. She was really upset about Carl. Carl. Leave Everett Man. residing. I hope she didn't run into anything in the drive-thru, you know. And it it leads it leads into the next thing we're doing because it's like people have lost as They've they lost say their lost minds. their minds about this. They have completely <laughs> you would think that Carl was like, you know, dear leader Joseph Stalin and everybody had to be in official mourning wearing a black armband. People were insane. The okay. guy's been in office well, six maybe. months. Can you stop well, can it? We, can we not use Stalin? Could we use somebody like, you know, John F. Kennedy, you know, and, and you know, beloved leader of Kennedy the, was a communist free, too. Oh, okay. Well, the, <laughs> My point is they were freaking they out are. as and though they that, had that to. Were, That's they my point. Are. They are continuing. There have been more comments on this and more, you know, weird, you know, on Nextdoor, on Facebook, everywhere. Uh, people are acting as if, you know. And look, you and I have both said we respected Carl and, and what he had done in yep. a very short time from October to April. And I like Carl personally. Thought he did a, I thought he did a really good job. I thought he was very measured and thoughtful. And, you know, I, I loved what he was doing with the meetings. And I thought he made major improvements in the agenda and the way the meetings were run. Yeah. Communication was good, uh, at least at the meetings. From the rest of the township, it was nothing. But, but uh, you know, people were getting to speak, you know, you know, and they were being responded to. That's right. the big thing. Right. So we got to hope that that happens. So... You and I, uh, we called a bunch of, um, a, a bunch of Facebook next door, Wailings. whatever. Wailings. Yes, and oh. and and we're we're gonna set the mood a little bit. Okay. Okay. So we'll uh, we'll give it a little bit of music. Okay. Oh, I like that. Do you like it? Yeah. Of course, the cops have to go by. Well. Somebody's probably complained about us. <laughs> Coming to get us. Okay, so so there's the music. All right. Now we'll add in a little bit of this too. Ah, perfect. Because people are crying like they lost their their most favoriteest uncle. Or the, the their blankie got taken away. Poor Uncle Carly died. Or maybe, you know, they haven't been. Their diaper hasn't been changed in three days. <laughs> they got a got six pounds of poop in their diaper. <laughs> From, here are comments that appeared on. Uh, here's one of them on the the Exeter informant. Okay, because this is where people went Pravda? to line. Pravda, you Pravda. Okay, Exeter Pravda. Um, Sean Jones says. Uh, I wonder why he resigned. This township is a joke. <laughs> Stephen Rhodes says, One word. I'm sure you can figure it out. No, I, I can't figure it out. What's the one word? Oh, is it wah? Is that what it is? Wah? It's not really a word, Stephen Rhodes. So do you have more there? Yeah, I, I like Chris Keck's comment. No one in their right mind would want to be on that board. And then from our buddy, Vinny Biancone. I, I can never see Vinny's stuff because Vinny, Vinny, Vinny doesn't like me. You drive, you, you drive Vinny crazy. I trigger crazy. him. I yeah. trigger Vinny. Yeah, you do. Um, it says, why not David Hughes? 
how much more of the township is going to be ruined because he's a supervisor. When is anyone going to wake up? Can't believe he was voted in. This is the worst thing for Exeter. How much has really changed? Stephen Rhodes comes back and says, Vinny, it's time to get back in and set him straight. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Another appointment. And it sounds like the fire department is his next target. Have you caught his comments? I, I want to say the next one. Go ahead. The employees will be subjected to his tyranny. <laughs> Then Jason Mel jumps in, or, or rather Carol Fraser jumps in and responds to Jason Mel and says, this is not good, giving Mr. Hughes what he wants. I hope he's not selected as board chair. Will we have anyone left working for this township? Oh my God. And she says, I'm not sure how Jen does it. She must have thick skin. <laughs> and Steve says, I can't even imagine what she puts up with. And somebody else wrote, it was uh, Sarah Nelson Bush writes in, you have no idea. Jen is an absolute saint. Intelligence. Strength beyond belief. And an amazing mentor. The public doesn't know the half of what she's been put through. Hopefully one day they will. Sounds like a tell-off. The lives of Exeter Township. <laughs> we've got more. Oh, we've got tons more. And, and here's the thing. Um, you know, I, I, I do want to say this and I think we should get back to it later on but it's like so Jason Mel is all over social media pontificating about the board of supervisors you know pointing this out and that out and you know that generally whining when <laughs> the reality is he should he he's got a lot of work to do he does that school board is got a lot to do they have an interim superintendent they're actually paying two superintendents until may may 3rd i believe it and is. i think it's may 7th may 7th 7th I, you're I, right and so they have they have a lot to do to get a new superintendent their budget's not finalized nope and their scores suck that's the sound of the third grade extra township students who can't can't read proficiently that's according right. According to PSSA. And yep. their parents, by the way. Jason, dude, do us all a favor. Shut down your social media posts and get to work, my friend. So at some point, all of this becomes a thing. Yeah. It, it comes to a head. And Ed Godshall, who I can't stand. I don't even know him. Uh, I don't know him personally, but he's trying to personally... He's trying to ruin my business. Is he like a golfer? Uh, he, he's an asshole golfer. He, he's, he's like... He, he's just... He's the worst of the worst. Is he like one of these old retirees that don't have yes. anything else to do? Except, yes. You know, 
putt around on the green. Yeah, so so he's going to try to make my life miserable. Yeah, good, good luck, Ed. Yeah. So he says to Jason Mel, is there any legal way for the township to declare a special election to fill open seats if there are only two supervisors? Who said that? There's three. There's three. There's not two. Well, but, you know, in that thread, there's a lot of talk about what would happen if there were only two supervisors. Like, there's a little mini conspiracy going on in the township. Um... And then, really, a special election. You, it's a township board. You're going to run a special election <laughs> because two supervisors, one appointed and one elected, decided, I don't want to do this anymore. Then Jason responds <laughs> and says, Ed, residents can petition the Court of Common Pleas to fill the vacancies if three or more vacancies exist on a five-member board. Only 15 signatures are needed. Is that is that the, a plan, Jason? Are you you just happen to working? look that up? Are you actively working to maybe convince one more supervisor to quit so that it can go to the court of common pleas rather than just going through the board of supervisors and an interview process? Gee, I wonder why you would look that up. I can't imagine. So they're crying and whining like crazy as though, you know, their favorite, the most favoritist uncle died. Or they lost their favorite stuffed animal or, uh, you know, like I said, maybe their blankie got uh, tossed in the garbage instead of in the the washer. Yep, yep. These things happen. Um, And then I I love all the accusations. The the accusations of people about, you know... um, so this is this is a thread where uh, Erica Bud Panfill starts it off by saying, "Oh my gosh, got two supervisors in two days," and then of course you, being the the gentle soul that you are, go, "I got two, I got two. Do I have three? Do I have three? Do I have three? Do I have? Do I have three? I was being the auctioneer. Yeah, and then Jerry Fraser comes in uh, again. No one will want to work or serve in this township. Hughes has six more years." And then he starts talking about harassment and disrespect of employees and disrespect of fellow supervisors. Man, these people are, I mean, they are such babies. They're drama queens. Oh, my goodness gracious. But the accusations of harassment and, uh, you know, it's like, folks, you know, it's a board of supervisors in a class two township. Relax. Your garbage is going to get collected. Your recycling is going to get collected. There'll still be tea times at the Reading Country Club. The lights are going to stay on. You do not have to worry. As the kids used to say, take a chill pill, man. sound effect ran out. Because <laughs> there's been so much crying and whining. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It's four minutes and 30 seconds of sound effect. I had it on twice. <laughs> they were whining so much. And it's not over. It's still, it's still coming. Oh, it's, you it, know. It's going to be epic their, after tomorrow, tomorrow night, no matter what happens. On their preferred platform, of course. You know, they won't dare go where they would be challenged. No. 
to the Exeter, you know, examiner, yeah. or actually, you know, maybe not block people who disagree with them. I don't know. I don't know. You know. I don't know. There's only one version of the truth. It's Pravda. <laughs> it's the only place where they can go and not be triggered. Well, happy trails. And that's the end of that. That little more. That's the new theme you know song really, of Exodus. What would really be great is if you had that kid keeps crying, 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 and then you hear a big fart and the kid stops. Because <laughs> it's like, oh, that's what it was about. It was gas. It was gas. It had nothing to Holy do with... Holy fucking shit, you guys! I'm driving your car, but I just got a notification that Carl Staples resigned from the Exeter Township Supervisors! You know what? I don't think they had the honey nut um, cream cheese. She was on edge. Yeah, there's not a question. That I chick think, was on I, edge. I don't think they had the. I don't think they had the the cinnamon bagel that she wanted, and they didn't have the honey nut cream cheese. So, so and I hope Carl that Carl resigned. And, and Diana, and so I I hope that everybody can collect themselves. You know, uh, put on a little talcum powder. Dry up a little bit and and let's get to business and do what's got to be some done. Desitin. Maybe they need some desitin. They might need desitin. Yeah. They might have diaper rash. Could be. It could be diaper rash going on. I hadn't considered diaper rash. Let's go to Rite Aid and see if they're out. <laughs> you had a desitin? Desitin or what was that? There's a there's a. Gosh, what the heck was the name of that stuff that's in the green can that was so good for uh nuclear waste. No, it's it's no. it's a it's a brand that's in a it's 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 really good for it's better than Destin for diaper rash, but I can't remember the name of it. So it would end this. much fun as that's what it that's what it sounds like on next door and and facebook and i'm just i'm reading this stuff and i'm going you really need to get a grip you still have to go to work you still have to go to work to pay those friggin taxes you know what that's what you ought to be whining about you're 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 really placing your emphasis on the wrong and and i get it dave has got a huge dave hughes has a huge target on his back Mm -hmm. even more so now this actually is is not really very good for for Dave and the, the progress that he wants to make. I mean, it, it's it, it's we can recover from this. It's not going to be that. Hard. I I don't see how we can't recover from it. I mean, you, you know, commerce is going to continue going right. right up until the point that you, you know, like like it, it's insane. Well, just wait until uh, Gibraltar and uh, and Shelbourne close down for that traffic light. Then I'm going to keep these sound effects. <laughs> okay, I'm going to see if I can find that woman when I she finds need, out that I Gibraltar and some, Shelbourne some car honking. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> this is all doable. Yeah, we can take care of this. Don't. This is all very please, doable, please, Ted. Please don't worry. <laughs> I mean, Carl obviously was put on to replace someone else who resigned. So we'll, somebody we'll else could be somebody. brought on. Right. 
Right, right, right. Uncle Carl, we hardly knew ye. Well, he did a good job. Let's let's. He did. I personally say, like Carl. Let's say he did a good job. He did. This is his choice. Right. So he he said, "Look, it's putting too much angst on my family and on me." Yeah. So, and and, and I got I get it. That's it's a lot of time. So we need strong people. That's what mm-hmm. we need. Okay, on to the next thing. Sure. And what was it, Ted? It was oh, you you wanted this question at the uh, at the supervisors meeting. Our buddy Mike Giappino. The workshop meeting at the right. workshop meeting. Right. Yes. Uh, excuse me. Our buddy Mike Giappino had had a question and answer session with the supervisors during public comment. Which good. He he's opening the door for me. I never went up there and did this, but. Like a couple of weeks ago, he got up there and said, hey, let me get clarification on a couple of things. And like this wouldn't have flown last year because Galtier would have just looked at him like this. Well, but what would the school board response be? It would be this. To 10 minutes of questions. What would the school board's response have been, Mike, if someone had gotten up and asked direct questions of Brian Fike like you did? Of Jen Savage. Now, let's be yeah. fair. Let's really? be fair. Yeah. Ann Hearing's done a good job of getting people up at the microphone and letting them go. Four minutes. Understood. Four Understood. minutes. Not really back and forth allowing yes, they questions. Do. Very little. They do Not answer. Not like what he did at this meeting. And True. I might add, Ann's doing a great job. Yeah. Mike Japina did not. Mike Japina shut down comments. He was right there with Hunter Aaron saying, we don't have to answer, uh, you know, and he tossed people out of meetings when they said things he didn't agree with. So, Mike, you know, how come now all of a sudden it's okay <laughs> to get up and monopolize a meeting with questions not even directed to the Board of Supervisors? You are there for public comment. You're not there to que- to add questions to the workshop meeting. It's not your purpose. You know that. You've read Robert's Rules of Orders backwards, forwards, in Spanish, and upside down because you wanted it to protect you when you were on the school board. So don't now all of a sudden, because you're a fearless journalist, get up there and monopolize and spend 10 minutes asking questions. But let's get to the best question that he asked and David Hughes' response. So um, the audit was published in the paper, I think it was last Thursday or Friday, and I think that the township is sitting on about uh, $64 million, um, you know, in, in cash, basically, in a variety of funds. I mean, am I correct, roughly? So so there was some comments made earlier about the fact that part of the part of the upside of selling the, you know, what wastewater treatment fund was to, to have that cash and to, you know, put it into... Uh, pension funds and some of those things that you know are going to have to be funded one way or the other anyway but with 64 pension funds that are way overfunded let's get to the that we're already at 100% and then they throw 10 million more into it million dollars sitting in a bank account um, would that sort of abate that impact you know would lower the lower the annual increase in taxes because we can because the township can dip into that reserve is that that's one way of doing that to maintain to, to have the tax increases not to be so big that you, um, but you can't just consistently dip into that $64 million because pretty soon you won't have any millions in the bank. So that you have to, you have to balance it out. You can't do it just. It's an interesting way of looking at any millions. Any millions. I don't have any millions. Well, they have 64 millions. 
on way. I, I'd hate to see us start running the township like the school district does. You know, what they do is they reach into the reserves to expand their budget and then follow that up with a tax increase. And when Mr. Staples talks about he doesn't want to put people out of their homes, well, the school district doesn't give a damn about that. And we haven't raised any taxes. So we have two, we, we have a, a modified way that we have to go about this. We can, if he wants to raise taxes just a little bit, well, then he's going to have to cut services and we're going to have the problems that we're having. The buildings are being run down, things of that nature. Uh, some of that money that you're looking at is not free to spend. A lot of that money is in the pension fund. So, so this is a this is a good response. The thing that's missing in all of this, though, is nobody says anything about spending cuts. Right. Because now, you know, to your point, if you want to make the case that the, <laughs> I mean, I I couldn't disagree with it more. But if you want to make the case that the homestead exemption being taken away just returned it to what it used to be, then I'll make the case that the top tax rate for the US for, for the federal government was 93% in I think 1954. So if we take it back to 93%, we're just putting it back to where it was in 54. Right. Well, here's the thing. And and this is why Mike Japina asking these questions is so disingenuous mike never saw a tax increase that he didn't like while he was on the school board and they spent their fund balance down they kept increasing taxes and they kept making that budget more and more bloated year after year please don't ask the board of supervisors to act in the same fashion as you did mike i mean i look at the township from 2016 to 2021, there was an actual growth in township taxes of 0.225 mills. During the same period for school taxes, it's 1.978. Almost nine times the growth in township taxes in school taxes. And never, ever any cuts. No cuts. Can't have cuts. But from either we've side. Got to add, we've got to add you know, 150 more kids to tips. Mike... For you to be asking those questions and making those points at the Board of Supervisors meeting is completely dishonest. You should have had full disclosure before you stood up and asked those questions. You should have said, well, of course, I was on a school board that consistently raised taxes every single year. Save one, one year when Jerry Galliff was on the school board and held the line on a tax increase. So please don't get up there and pontificate about having $64 million that they're sitting on. They don't. Just like the school board, there are some funds that are restricted. They, they have to be spent on certain things. And yes, we sold the wastewater treatment plant. But Mike, do you, do you want everyone to be irresponsible like you were on the school board? Just spend, spend, spend? Spend down that fund balance. You don't need to keep that fund balance. Just spend it down. School board is irresponsible and and has been for fifteen or twenty years. It's uh, and Mike was on it for eight. And and nobody is again nobody is talking about budget cuts here. All right, I mean, th there's two ways to do this: you raise taxes or you cut expenses. Right. I'm in favor of cutting expenses personally well, and, and, and because I a, don't want old a senior sit an eighty five year old woman to lose her house to taxes. Well, I, I think that's a valid point. And since we cannot 
count on the school board to rein in taxes. We know they're going to increase taxes. The question is by how much? Is it going to be, you know, 2.2%, 2 point, you know, whatever? Or are they going to go even bigger because they, they need to add more programs? They need to add more staff. So we know that the school board is not going to hold the line. So how dare you come to the board of supervisors and ask them to hold the line on tax increases? Why? So that the pain from the school board won't be felt as much, Mike? Come on. That, that's, there are some people who are saying that, that uh, the township has been subsidizing the school district's ability to raise taxes by, by not raising taxes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, as a matter of fact, when you look at, at all of the taxes, so the township tax did actually increase by 0.25 mils, but the debt service decreased by 0.25 mils. So it was a wash. So you only have the 0.10 mil increase in fire uh, tax. So, you know, I, I do think Dave's, he's being very honest and saying, look, you can't hold the line for six years, seven years, and just expect the same services or increased services. You can't expect that. So we either cut services, which means we're going to cut the budget, or we have to increase taxes. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. Now, you and I both have a preferred method of cutting services. Yeah. Ditch the golf course. <laughs> it would go a long way. Go a long way to doing that. But even at that, I mean, you know, the, the way to do it is to make sure that every department feels it. And if you need 4%, you tell everybody to give you 4%. Right. And whatever that 4% is, that's what you're doing without. And that is it. That's the way we do it at home. Right. Absolutely correct. I mean, you, you can go to your departments and say, OK, look, we've got an X percent hole in the budget. So to make it fair for everybody, everybody's going to have to see an X percent cut in their budget. That's right. How you do it, department chairs, is completely up to you. But this is the budget figure that you have to hit. You have to reduce your budget by four percent. Right. Right. And in reality, you should tell them five percent if you want four right. or six percent. Right. Right. But it's it, it it's not the way it's it's not the way we do it in Exeter, Ted. Well, I've heard that phrase a thousand times. Well, that's not the way we do it in Exeter. Well, the way you do it in Exeter has us millions and millions and millions of dollars in debt. Yeah, maybe it's time to change. Well, let's see. So we've got the sale of the promenade coming up. That could you know it it could potentially not right away, but it could potentially add that that property back onto the tax rolls, which would be good. Yeah. Um. And we'll recoup some of the money that was spent. On that money's gone. The promenade, but yeah. we'll recoup some of it. It's not. Yeah. We're not going to get everything back, but well, you'll 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 get something out of that property when you sell it. So let's let's get that moving. the The problem with these resignations is they happen at a time when we could be just full bore ahead. You know, right? And and, and I will say this: could be working on Dave's forty six points. Well, that's that's my next point. <laughs> We can't have 46 points and you've got to, you've got to be disciplined and you got to pick your top three. What are the top three things that have to get done? Get those done. Then we can move on to the next ones. Yeah. We got to get this promenade, you know, project up for sale. And now the, these, these, uh, things that were, you know, I, I know we needed to have a forensic audit. I know that, but the discussion on that has kept us from moving forward on other issues and the constant questioning of everything, you know, you got you to gotta be disciplined. And that's what I don't see. 
I don't see discipline. I just see, well, I want six of those. I want 12 of those. Give me some of those naked lady tees. And, mm-hmm. oh, look at that hat. Oh, you buy a hat like that, you ought to get a free bowl of soup. <laughs> you know, it's just there's too much. And now we have to put two new supervisors in, so two new people are going to have to get up to speed. Yeah. Yeah, and, and unless they picked... Unless they pick two people who are up to speed already. I mean, but it's, who knows? Who knows what they're going to get? Calling Mr. Galtier, would you consider applying? <laughs> Calling Mr. Galtier, would you consider applying? <laughs> Not with that man on the board. Right. It's always that man. <laughs> so so, so that's where we are. Uh, do you, you want to try to do some phone calls, see if anybody wants to call? I, I, do you think anybody's listening? We have a decent number of listeners. I got Whoa, news for maybe you. Maybe they'll come in and, and clean our clocks. Will. Yeah, yeah so, let's do some calls. Okay, the um, number to call is 484-668-1663. Write that down, 484-668-1663, if you want to rage with us. Or rage at us and or say rage that we're completely out too. of line. Yep. And the crying babies bit was way too long. It probably bring back, was. But... Bring back spelunking. That was funnier. <laughs> I almost brought back spelunking. I loved. I I have to say, I actually listened to us. Yeah. On the the short clips that you posted, uh-huh. I laughed my head off. I was like, <laughs> spelunking that spelunking thing, thing was pretty good. <laughs> it's how they find it. And that money. was spontaneous, folks. That was not. Uh, we didn't pre-plan the spelunking. It was not planned. Sometimes the best things are just the spontaneous right, stuff right. in life. Well, I just I, I just hope people will. Um, you know, I hope people will tone down the commentary on social media because it, it's it's almost as if they're, they're it's almost as if everything is there's a big giant sinkhole mm-hmm. and we're all you know being slowly sucked down to the center yep. of the earth. Yep. So you know, and as I said, there are a couple of people out there who are spending a lot of time on social media when they should be cleaning the like what's that? Yeah, people in glass houses shouldn't throw stones, something like right. that. Or, right. you know, let, let he who is without sin cast the first stone. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Jason, get your own house in order <laughs> and stay off social media. You have a communications director for crying out loud. Let the woman do her job. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where we are. Uh, I do have a last word. Are we? Did we get any? We anyone, didn't. didn't. No, you any. would hear Let's it. Let's do it one more up. time. Let's do It's 484 668 one six six three. If you're listening, and and if you're lonely tonight, <laughs> if we've depressed you, give us a call. Are you lonesome? Let us help you. Let's let's help tonight. you over the hump of your depression. <laughs> it's a uh, so. Let's see if anybody's going to call. That takes about ten or twelve, fifteen seconds to get in there. Okay. That, that's what our delay is. It's about twelve. 13 seconds. Uh oh. Here we go. Now watch it be a telemarketer. (laughs) Hey, you're on the Exeter Undergrounds, Jerry and Ted. Hi, Jerry and Ted. Fred Whitehawk. How are you tonight? Very well. We're very good. How are you, sir? I'm hanging in there. I actually had a great day today. Yeah. That's good news, Mm -hmm. man. So so what's on your mind? Uh, I'm thinking about taking someone's advice and applying for one of those supervisor positions. I think that would be amazing. Uh, I, I care. 
I care about Exeter Township, and I see the way things have gone the last few years, and I want to help it. Fred, I think that's a great idea, and and specifically because you know you and I have talked about your uh, your expertise with websites. That's that's one of those things that you know the board needs help with. We we got to get that website fixed. You could you could be an immediate help to that board, and plus you've been at all the meetings, you've heard all of the issues. You know, you you've I I think you've you've put a lot of thought into you know the conversations about these issues, and I think. Most of all, I think you, you'd be, uh, you know, you'd be a smart vote. I don't think, I think people are believing that with these two people gone, uh, Dave Hughes is just going to have two people who are just going to go, yep, whatever you say, Dave, yep, whatever you say. No, Dave Hughes needs strong people like you to push back on him. And I think that's what you would do. So I, I, I'm really glad to hear you say that. Yeah, David and I don't agree on everything. Some things yes, some things no, but that's that's the way America is, and that's the way it should be. Yeah. Okay. And I think I I could really be a asset to the township uh, if I was there. Fred, you know I, I I wish that a bunch of people would send in letters and resumes because I, I'd love to see them interview ten, twelve, fifteen people and really get that's a great. depth of uh, knowledge. And pick the best too. I mean, I, I think that would be amazing. Yes, it would. I think, uh, and, and I think with what I like, what George says a lot. Uh, I, 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 I believe in what he's what he, what he was trying to do there on the board, and I'm I'm I'm, I'm sad to see uh, <clears throat> Mr. Staples go and Diana. Uh, I think Diana resigned just as a as a fit because she figured she was going to be hounded by David. Uh, and I don't think that was true. But uh, I, I know I had the expertise to help people, and that's what I, that's what I want to do. Good for you, I Fred. think that's great, Fred. And, and, you know, I think all it takes is a letter of interest, and I think you throw your resume in there too, and then just wait for an interview. I, I, I agree with Jerry. I'd like to see 10 or 12 people and, and let them have a real, you know, pick of, of folks who are – uh, communicating to the board that they're concerned about the the community. I th- I think people like Vinny Biancone should throw their name in. He's got experience. He'd be a strong voice. Uh, you know, yeah, maybe he wouldn't get Dave's vote because that's the way Dave is. But you know what? He's got experience. He's done the job before. It's Jeff true. Anderton's another one. I I know he and I disagree on a whole lot of stuff, but he's he's had the experience. And so why not, you know what? Make this board of supervisors interview and choose the best people who are going to help Exeter move forward. The people who show up for for meetings, like uh, the one guy lives over in Grant Street, Miller, Bob Miller. Mm-hmm. Love to see him yes. put his name in because he knows what he's he, right. he's he's paid attention forever. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, excellent. Yes. excellent. Well, listen, guys. Uh, thanks for thanks for taking my call and uh, y'all. Do a great show. I love it. Thank you for calling, Fred. We thanks, thanks we Fred. thank you for that. And uh, nice. we'll see you tomorrow night at the meeting, I guess. That's actually the reason why we're doing yeah. it tonight. So we're going to go to a friggin' meeting tomorrow I know. night. We'll see you there, Fred. <laughs> I know. My, Karen told me. Bye-bye now. Right, okay, bye. bye. It's nice to well, that was good. Yeah. It was nice of Fred, and I'm glad he's going to put in. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I want to see as many people as possible. 
I really do. I mean, as much as I would like to have somebody or two people who agree 100% with me because who who doesn't want that, right? Right. Uh, nah, man. I, well, I, full disclosure time, right? I should do full disclosure. Okay. I've put in. Yes, you I have. sent in my letter and I sent in my resume. Okay. I mean, I'm currently serving on the planning commission, but I'd, I'd gladly serve on the on the board. I know that there are people out there in social media land who are thinking, "Oh, he's just he's 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 a Dave Hughes guy." It's like, look, I'm a pretty independent thinker. You're and, a Ted Gardella guy, <laughs> and I've spent a lot of time looking at at all of these issues. That's why I decided to step up. I, I ran for school board because I thought I could help there. Wasn't able to be elected. That's fine and dandy. Um, stood up for planning commission, and, and I've learned a lot in a short period of time. Um, and so, I, I full disclosure, I've put my name in. But I do think the board needs to interview the entire spectrum of folks, and we need the two best people who are going to help this township move forward. That doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to agree with David Hughes on everything. No, no. So here we are at the end of the show. And right. what's at the end of the show? The last word from Jerry Geller. The last word. My last word tonight, Ted, is I really wish in all the hysteria of Caron Diana uh, resigning, I really wish that people would step back and go, this is not anybody's fault except Carl and Diana. Let them take responsibility for having resigned. They they weren't forced to resign. Nobody put a gun to their head. Nobody forced them. Nobody said, get out and hit them with a broom. They need to, people need to look at this for what it is. And they need to assign the responsibility for the resignations with the people who resigned. That's a great last word. It's it's a very honest Last word, and, and and that's really the problem with all of the gnashing of teeth and wailing is that they're ascribing all of the blame for this. Yeah. It's all Dave Hughes' fault. Right. No. Jerry's last word is spot on. Uh, Carl decided to resign. Yeah. And then the very next day, Diana decided to resign. Those are the two people who made the decision. It's the way it goes, Chief. Yeah. That's it. Okay, so listen, we will be back next week right. with Exeter Underground number 10. Now, now, Ted, while we're here, okay, when do you want to do it? Because I do have a game on Thursday. You have a game on Thursday. I have a game on Thursday. If we push it to Wednesday, we will... Is there a school board meeting on Tuesday? I... It's... Is it the first... So it's... Yeah, because it's a it's first week of yes. May, right? So there yes. there should be a school board meeting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then, so we might we would only stuff. have one day to react to the idiots. I mean, uh, to to what happens there. Yeah. So we should probably keep it on on Thursday. Cinco de Mayo. Ooh, there you go. We could do a special Cinco de Mayo. We show. could. Um, would it have to be late? Because is there a is there a it Cinco de Mayo later. softball game? There is. There is a baseball game. I think. Okay. It is. What's the record for the Lady Eagles? How are they doing? They are currently 10 and 4 and have scored 25 runs in their last two games. Whew, that's a lot of, 17 and 1, 8 and the other. A lot of base running. Yeah, dude. They're, they're, they're 
really putting it together. And the boys and are the boys doing a great do. job right now. Yeah. Their record, I do not remember their exact record, but they, they, they had a terrible outing on Friday against Comrade Weiser, in which they were up one nothing going into the top of the seventh. Let him score three runs and lost the game. Oh my goodness. But they came back over the weekend one and they've come back with a vengeance since. So uh all is going well in both areas. Excellent. And we've got Friday night versus Muhlenberg at Muhlenberg. Is that a big rivalry? No, but it's it's against two really good teams. Oh, okay. Between two really good teams. At Muhlenberg. At Muhlenberg, yeah, and, and it All will right, be so on. Let's make it Thursday, yeah. Cinco okay. de Mayo. That's fine. It's going to have to be an eight forty-five, another late night, right? Yeah. yeah. But that'll give us the time to digest what happens at the cow. The cow. The cow. Yeah. Okay, so let's let's just go for eight thirty. What do you think? All right, that sounds good. Or is the forty-five important to you? No, no. Okay, eight thirty Thursday live Exeter Underground. Be that there work? or be square, yeah. Yeah, all right. So from Ted, from me, from everybody who doesn't want to hear whining, fetching, and bitching, <laughs> we thank you for listening and hope you will join us next week. Don't forget any part of this that you may have missed, you can catch by downloading at any of your favorite podcatchers. Just uh, That's awesome. Yeah. Download, please. Yeah. Get us some downloads. Yeah, downloads help, man. Personal call. <laughs> so, so do do the uh, do the download. Do the thing. download thing. Yeah, you know, clip your favorite part. You know, it, it, the only thing I think, Jerry, that would make this even better if, if we were doing some sort of live stream so they could see it, because people need pictures of us to throw stuff at. It's not just <laughs> enough destroy to the yell. TVs. It's not just enough to yell. You know, like that lady in the car going to Panera. You got to have, you got to be able to throw stuff. Um, I want to hear her again. I, I mean, what do you think? Yeah, let's get it one more time. Holy fucking shit, you guys! I'm driving your car, but I just got a notification that Carl Staples resigned from the Exeter Township Supervisors. Fuck! Could this year get any fucking worse? Carl! Chick is off the rails. Man. And on that note, we're out. So, so, so download if you missed any portion of it. Uh, tell 10 friends as well. Tell 10 friends and have them tell 10 friends. Yes. Before you know it, we'll be an international sensation. That's right. <laughs> or at least a local sensation. <laughs> a hyper-local sensation. <laughs> a hyper-local. Good job, 10. Good job. Okay, everybody. Thanks very much for listening. Good night. Thank you for joining us for the Exeter Underground. Join us again next week for more news and analysis of all that is happening in Exeter. This has been a production of Jerry Gelliff Media. Uh-huh.